Hey guys, welcome to The Roundtable. Here at The Roundtable, we continue the conversations that we have had from Sunday morning and how you can have practical ways to help every person take their next steps towards Jesus together. All right, hey, welcome everybody to The Roundtable. This is episode number eight. We are a little bit different this week. We're taping early because I'm going to be in Montana. Uh, taking my boys out and going with a couple guys here from church. We're going to be mule deer and whitetail hunting, so super excited. We leave on Friday, so we wanted to make sure that we got our podcast in. So uh, we have, again, our co-host, uh, Jenny, who hey. lost her stage name. So she Thank goodness, and I think I say that anymore. every week. So it's just Jenny Walker. Yeah. What, you know. what was your stage name? It was Superstar. What yeah, was it? Yeah, the Superstar. Yeah, Superstar. She really liked it, and then she kind of went out of it. No, I did not. I never liked it. You said you I liked it. I just did it. that to make you feel better. <laughs> That's what I need. Even though now I know that you don't, I was going to say I have a heart, but you do. But <laughs> <laughs> even though you just take things Nick, so well. Have you been talking to Jenny or something? No. What is going you've on? You've said that yourself. I, I, I admire that. I wish I was like that. That I don't have a heart? Yes. I said that? You did say, I mean, maybe not in those words, but. Here's maybe yeah. what I did say. And I have been thinking about this, actually. So really? I, I think, because <laughs> I, I said this in like thinking about Cherry. Mm-hmm. So I've only ever given my entire heart to one person ever, like unguarded. And it was my wife. Every other single person I expect to disappoint me and to let me down. So I never give him my entire heart. Even so your I, kids? Yeah. No. Really? Mm-hmm. So there's only one person in my life that I've ever given my entire heart to other than Christ, but right. is to my spouse. Mm-hmm. And maybe over time, because of just what's happened, maybe I'm more callous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. that... I don't know. I think you're pretty empathetic. Thing. Do you really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I just, the, I well, number one, I don't really, I've never really shared, and Sherry would even tell you this, uh, you know, even up to the end, like, mm-hmm. I would not even always share her, with her, my hurts, because I always feel bad, like, you put your burdens on other people. Um, so. Thank you. Well, plus you're a guy. So you're like, yeah. I take this on myself. <laughs> yeah. Which is like the natural thing. Yeah. You were just complaining to me about not opening up to you and getting in isolation when I didn't share my hurts. No, I know. But I have the same view. I don't want to put my pain on somebody else. So I'll take it. No, I know. But I don't go to addictions when I get in isolation. <laughs> so there's a little well, bit of a, that, there but... is like, it, it just depends on how you handle it. Right. I Truth. think that's the key. Like if you end up in yeah. certain places and I guess, well, let's just right away. get oh, into yeah. our, No, I mean, we're going to write our, our special guest. Yes. Now this, you know, what's special about Rayan? What? Returning. Only one thing. Oh, that's no, right. Well, I mean, there's tons <laughs> yes, of things you're going to, you're going to learn this throughout the pot. Tons of things that are special about Rayan, but things. the first returning guest <laughs> that right. we've ever had. Yay. Wow. I can't ever, like, I never bring my glasses, so I can't ever run the noisemaker because I can't. Well, I, I should I can't hold see, it then. I can't see the symbols. That, don't give it to I've me. Never <laughs> it. I know you That's why wrote. I said I don't have to read anything, right? I, I got it. Bring well, my before, before we get into our first segment, I'm interested about this. So, is Paul not a like feeling sharing kind of guy either? No, no, not at all. Okay. He does so, bring you snacks though at work. He does. He brought a bag. What? Yeah. He, yes. He and he a did. Bag. He bought me a ginormous bag of Sour Patch Kids for my birthday. That is so cute. Yeah. <laughs> That's love. Yeah. But no. Is Sour Patch Kids a thing? Like, yes. that people love these? I've been yeah. hearing Dude, I, this lately. Like, I had some of my sleep last night. Like, you what? I have a whole bag. They sell just blue raspberry at Dollar Tree. And it was like, if anything's sitting by me, I will, like, Without knowingly, maybe knowingly, but like in that sleep state, I will eat them. You'll like, eat in them my in bed. your sleep. 
Yes. You keep Sour Patch Kids in your bed. Well, not in my bed, but like near my bed. Gunner like, yeah, oh, like in the okay. bed stand. Like I used to wake up with like chocolate stains everywhere. And I'm like, <laughs> what happened last night? But they were just Hershey Kisses. Well, seriously, I have friends that will, they'll get, they'll wake up and be hungry in the middle yeah. of the night and they'll go snack. Yes. I'm like I ain't getting out of bed for anything. Okay. I got to yeah. ask another thing. Okay. So I had a meeting this morning with Evie. And so Evie was going through this like nutrition thing. You know, that to do, have you ever heard of intermediate fasting? Yes. Yeah. I have never heard of it because she was like, hey, you might want to get some clothes. Your clothes are a little baggy. You know? <laughs> so you might like, want to. Thanks. You might want to think about. So we were talking about like eating and stuff. Mm-hmm. So she said like every day, almost every day, she eats no later than six and doesn't eat again till one o'clock. Mm-hmm. And like, it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is a good thing. Well, I mean, we don't need to eat all that we eat. Your so, body doesn't need. Yes, it to does. eat all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We just think about it. I mean, you eat because oh, gee, it's yeah, whatever time I, I should eat. Mm-hmm. I mean, I half the time. I mean, think about it. if you do you eat because you're hungry. I mean, I'm not mm. eating those Sour Patch Kids because I'm hungry. I'm no. eating them because I want them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, so yeah. again, so mm-hmm. and we'll get into this, but like Rand's are runs Champs Academy or gym in the back, mm-hmm. a workout specialist, mm-hmm. dietitian. Well, she all has the a, names. She has a lot of knowledge. Yeah. See. Jack of that? all trades. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, like, so I quote. said, <laughs> That's right. okay, like, I don't want to be a lard butt, you know, like I was. So I do like that I have mm-hmm. lost some weight because I do think it helps in lots of areas. Like, mm-hmm. I sleep better. I don't yeah. think I snore anymore. Nobody's there to tell me. But I don't wake up with drool on my pillow. <laughs> there's, there's a snore app you can get, and you can see if you, you snore. You can tell if you yeah. snore or not. It's embarrassing. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, like, record that. you? Yeah. What? So... What app is it? So I'm like, so one of my daughter-in-laws has sleep apnea, so she's telling Mm. me about this app that her doctor said try this and we'll check your sleep patterns. And so I'm like, well, I'm going to try that because I'm going to show Paul how much he snores. So one (laughs) night I tried it, but he was in the other room, and I so the next morning I look at the app and I'm like, (laughs) listening to it, and there's noise on it, and I'm thinking. Oh my gosh, that is me. Delete, delete. (laughs) I think we all snore. Really? Yeah. Yeah, well, that chair used to smack me, but I'm like, there's no way. When you fall asleep before me, which never happened, by the way, but if it ever did happen, I'm like, you snore too. She's like, she'd smack me in the middle of the night. (laughs) I don't think I do that. And I do think I have more energy. Oh, like definitely. Like that I'm not lard, but like I was. Definitely. When your knees feel better. Yeah. Yeah, I just think it's mm-hmm. probably a good thing. So anyway, I said, well, what about if you want to be working out? Like, can that work? Can you get enough food to mm-hmm. – yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. She talked about this carnivore diet, and yeah. I'm like, I'm all for the carnivore. Well, because like, the whole hour thing is for your body to be able to completely digest it. Because if I think – I don't know what happens – exactly with it but somehow your body when you're eating all mm-hmm. the time it doesn't give it time to break it down so it just is better for your whole entire system mm-hmm. like pooping all that kind of good stuff what? i mean we can no go really there. yeah what? for real for, no. your di- for your digestion yeah it, it is. just gives it yeah. is that's why that's why the intermittent fasting is so good yeah that's it's one really, of the main yeah, because i said well you make it sound like you do it every, like intermittent sounds to me like you just do it once in a while but no she's oh, like no. intermittent means like you stop eating for, at six mm-hmm, and you don't need to get until one water and every day yes so yeah. i typically stop eating around seven thirty and then um not eat again until nine or ten really in the morning mm-hmm. I and you work out, out in the morning too yes yeah, but you could still, I mean, you could still get in shape if you don't have all that food going in all the time. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
Now, you have to make sure that you're fueling your body properly, too. I mean, you can't. I mean, I shouldn't eat the whole bag of Sour Patch Kids and nothing else. But. Well, the great thing for me is I don't even like sugar, so that part doesn't even matter. Like, Man, what I don't a good like life. candy. I don't like sugar. I don't even eat ice cream anymore. Is that something that you used to love? Oh, I could eat a whole gallon. A whole gallon? Oh, yeah. Which was your favorite? Uh, well, here's the funny thing. Okay. <laughs> There's so, more to the story. I, oh, no. I had these, like, funny combinations. So I would get the bowl. So not a normal bowl. It's okay. Like a, it's like a trough. Okay, like a salad a, bowl. A, a big one. And so I'd, like, load it up with ice cream. Then i put chocolate chips. And then i put chocolate syrup. And then i okay. put hot Pop-Tarts on the top of it. I thought you were about to say Hot Pockets. Hot Pop-Tarts. Oh, my Hot Pop-Tarts on top of ice cream. Nick, have you ever had it's it? It's like Elfie. No, but that sounds delicious. What flavor? I'm serious. Like... I th- whatever Sherry would bought, so I think it's strawberry and then that cinnamon. Ooh, like, like a you had the chocolate fudge one, so mm-hmm. that, that would brown be good on your ice cream. Oh, yeah, no, so oh. if you put it on, and it's almost like having the one thing that I probably would like is if you like warmed up pie. So it's yeah. almost like the same oh. concept. You know, you put the Pop-Tarts on there. So I would come sitting on the couch, my belly when it stuck out big <laughs> hold enough. It. Oh, yeah, hold yeah, it. You just, hold yeah, you bowl. just oh, put the bowl right on it. your belly, yeah. and I'm just sitting there. You know what? I was trough. watching a past roundtable, and the difference just of how like, fat I am. Well, I mean, I wouldn't go there, <laughs> but it was a big difference. Hey, you brought it up. It well, was, I don't exactly. mind. It was no, a I, big difference. I no. should get it. I'll no, get serious. it like, and, and put it, it out there. It was a little bit of a problem. Do you want me to put it out there? Yeah, you the before can put and it, after. Yeah, no, no, you can say like we met with the the, okay. the specialist. Sure. No, God, you weigh less than me now. Who yeah, who does? He's he's very bitter about it. How dare you go below him without telling oh, him? The funny thing is, is with the hills, we only gain weight in one place. It looks like you're walking around with a baby. You know, your yeah, gut I feel like just, I got an inner tube. No, I know. I'm like it's like the baby. My I got chicken legs and a baby. I'm carrying <laughs> little toothpicks. No, but I don't think I get it in my face. Although somebody did say like your face looks thinner, but I don't never. I don't. I can't see. You know my my beard's longer. Yeah, right. <laughs> but they did. But they's like, oh no, yeah, the hills like we have babies carrying around the, the guy. So I'm That's glad so I don't have a baby anymore. Yeah. And I am glad that I feel better. And I never thought about like that. It's okay because I kept thinking now. I never really thought about it, but that's kind of how my schedule works. Like I don't eat. Like I'll eat supper, mm-hmm. and then I really won't eat again. And it was like I never eat again till supper, you know. So it's not that it's terrible. But then she was saying, like if you're gonna do the protein thing, you got to do whatever you want to weigh. You got to have that many grams of protein. So mm. if you want to be 200, it's 200 grams of protein will keep your. Does that that sound makes right? sense? I've heard that. Have we ever tried to yeah. eat that much protein? I don't know. It's What's, hard. What is 20, That's a 200 lot. grams of protein? Yeah. You have to supplement. Well, that. peanut butter. I mean, it oh, would really? be hard. To peanut butter, you to eight have, milligrams. So you wouldn't get it out of regular food. I Wait, eight milligrams? You could get grams. the majority of it with regular food, but it's hard to get that much protein in. Oh, no. hmm. But I could be all for the only eat meat. Like, if that would yes. it be a thing, like, I could Ew. be all for the only eat meat. That sounds yes. awful. Just eating meat? Yes. And cheese? I mean, cheese. So my eating schedule is I typically like my fasting period is like the whole day and then I eat everything at night. (laughs) Yeah. Which is bad. Yeah. Yeah. That seems like the opposite of what the healthy thing's supposed to be. No, don't. But I think a lot of people do that. Really? Yeah. There yeah. are I because I'm ADD and like my mind's everywhere and it's really hard for me to eat during the day because I'm like stressed out and anxious and <laughs> you know just everywhere and my mind. But then when you get at home, you sit at home and you I can wait eat? until I've done everything that I need to do and I eat. Nick, can do you do do you do the fasting thing? Like do you? I used to a little bit. Okay, but now you're like whenever. 
I try and eat something. Well, I was talking to, I was talking to Isaac door. yesterday. Right. Because he's gained a little bit oh, of muscle. Oh, he's gained like 40 pounds. Yeah, it's Has ridiculous. He? And we're like, mm-hmm. how much? He's like, I eat, when I was tracking this food, he was like eating 8,000 calories oh, no, a day. Oh, the my God. It's almost disgusting to watch him like, protein shakes. I can't imagine. Ew. You'd have to be full all the time. Oh, my gosh. Have you seen those videos? But the 10,000 or the 10,000 calorie challenges no. on YouTube? That'll gross you out. No, I mean, assuming he's eating healthy 8,000 Oh, calories. man, but these videos no. are so good. No, he's not eating. He's eating pizza. And, <laughs> well, I mean, again, when I well, was if cooking... if I have to eat pizza to look like him, then bring <laughs> it on. Have we seen I Isaac bet. before? Like, Isaac in high school was a rail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, a rail. Like, And he was disappointed about it. And part of it just was is... And I've always said this about high school athletics. You can't ever get big because you can't eat right. You mm-hmm. go to school, and the school lunches are... Awful. Oh, no, they're good. Lunch. Mm-hmm. How do you warm anything up? Then you got school and homework. You get home at eight o'clock, you know, and then you turn around and do it all over again. But now that he can focus on and be consistent, and he's worked pretty hard at it, and you know, he's gained a lot. I love that. I have to work hard know, to gain weight. I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> Men have such it. a problem. He, no one ever. We were talking to him <laughs> yesterday real. in between my breaths because. <laughs> Your breast or your breath? Breath. 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 Here, Isaac. I mean, fair enough. Let me hold you. He's holding his milkshake in between his breasts. His milkshake the back of your head and comforts you and tell you a story. What was the story, Dan? Hold my breast while I teach you how to gain weight. There, there, y'all. Oh, my milkshake brings all the breasts to the ocean. <laughs> so in between your breaths. In my breaths. You yeah. really need to work on your pronunciation. No, he's got it. That's in between, in between what happened? What he was lost he? like 15 pounds when he wasn't working out in no, those no. two weeks. Dang. You know? Well, and again, he was puking Sucker. his guts out. And, oh, that's nice. Yeah. And it hasn't been good because we've switched over to Abby's cooking, which she stopped doing now. <laughs> was she bad? Well, yes. And... I've already had this discussion with Rayan, and now she's essentially like, this is kind of Abby's personality. She's like a go-getter, and then it just yeah. like goes over it until somebody kicks her in the butt. I again. relate. So like her, the idea is that she's supposed to have meals at night, and she uh-huh. started really hard, and then we all got sick and diarrhea and cold cleansing. Are you and, serious? What, did she not cook I mean, the meat? I don't. We really don't know. We don't know. <laughs> she was trying her best, you know. <laughs> and anyway, so now it's like she's become Points busy and she just doesn't do anything. So now we're like warming up freezer meals or ice coming home with Wendy's. Or Pop-Tarts. Mm. Or Pop-Tarts. <laughs> they do eat they Pop-Tarts or they come out and they eat cereal. Like I hate cereal. I you like cereal. cereal. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have cereal night. Oh, it's so easy. Awful. It's good. Huh? There's all kinds of good cereal. No. What's your I favorite? Cereal. I, I love Lucky Charms. Mm, yeah. They're probably my favorite. Okay. So, Nick, you know our timer's not going, so you're going to have to keep <gasps> us on track. How dare I, I was just sitting here looking like, how long have we been going to make sure we don't get over time? But it's okay. So, he'll keep us on, on track. So, back to, and then we'll get get to getting to know Ray. Oh, no. Carry on. on. <laughs> you know, Did we Jenny, even introduce her? Well, yeah, we barely. Said, I mean, uh, yeah, we'll get to we'll get to that, but let's oh, go gotcha. back to we kind of just jumped right in. Yeah. We got started. I forget right what away. we got excited How about. We roll. Huh? What was it? What did we get excited? Well, let's not know. try it to remember. It doesn't take us much. Yeah, like, we, that's we true. Yeah, we can get off on <laughs> about it. We, <laughs> we get off about anything. I think you have ADHD, uh, squirrel. <laughs> well, no, I might have a lot of things that well, have yeah. been not diagnosed. I can so. diagnose you. But listen, I'm following along fine. Carry on. So, Jenny, it's like, what's going on in your life? Anything happening that's exciting? Um. Well, I did watch this super emotional documentary last night. So it's called Jacinta, okay? What? 
It's a documentary. I, I heard that. Part. Okay, but what didn't you hear? What did you call the documentary? Her name. I oh. know. Jacinta. Okay. And why is it so emotional? Because, so it follows this um, addict into, so it's her and her mom, and it just shows like an unhealthy relationship between her and, and her mother, and they're both in prison. And it's showing her get out, and then she's trying to make it on the outside sober, and then she eventually falls, and you see her throughout the documentary because it was. Um, is this real? Like, real yes. Life? Oh, and it okay. was filmed over th a three year period. Okay. So you see her, like, the moment that she decides, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it right now, and I was bawling. But the moment that you could, she had just left her child, and she hadn't seen her daughter in, like, uh, over a year. And so she was filled with a bunch of emotions. So she didn't know what to do. So she was like, I'm going to use. So she called somebody and then went and used. And then it showed her using the whole time. And then she eventually went to prison, back to prison for like five years. But so this is Jacinta. Jacinta. Yeah. And you know, the only reason I'm repeating <laughs> it is it, so you, good. What's funny is I've been hearing this from people. Have you? No, listen, I've been hearing like the things that we talk about. Not Jacinta. <laughs> let me finish. I'm like, let yeah, me finish. Really good. Hold on a second. Now, let me finish. Okay. Yeah, like people, like when we'll make recommendations of what we're reading or watching, people will go out and read or watch them. Yeah. You know, because we talked about green lights. Have you read oh, green lights? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. We might have talked about it, right? But we talked about it on the podcast. And so I think it was on your men's group thing, wasn't it, yeah. Nick? Joel Childs. Joel Childs read it. And he's like, seriously, out of all the books that he's read outside of Christianity, you know. It was that one. Yeah, it was awesome. Because he heard us talk about it mm -hmm. on the podcast. So yeah. that's all I'm saying is like, maybe something that Jacinta. somebody watched Jacinta. J-A-C-I-N-T-A. Is this seriously, is that the way it Jacinta, is? Jacinta, yes. And it's on Hulu. Oh, so it's not on It Netflix. is so, I was not expecting to cry as much as I did last night. That's why but I stayed was, up so late. But it was good. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, if you know somebody in addiction or you have been in addiction or just even like being, having any knowledge of addiction or anything, because right. now I feel What like about like people who are working with people in addiction? It's probably good definitely. to watch it, right? Absolutely. Like, to be able to see it. Yeah. It, even if you haven't, it's a really good perspective mm -hmm. to be able to see, because I mean, it gets really gory and it, not gory, but it gets graphic like mm. it shows them using needles and mm. but I mean it's a really good picture of what life is like in addiction like I even like wrote out I went on Instagram like I wanted to see how she was doing so I looked her up and I wrote her on Instagram on not her but the the yeah. pages like yeah, movie sure. her documentary and it was just like I felt so touched by it because it was so real and true that it would it would just be able to hit anybody that doesn't sure. really unnecessarily know right. a lot about addiction because right. it's more than just using drugs. Right. Yeah. Hmm. It was so, really deep. Good. And so our guest, Rayanne Kern, who we didn't introduce in the beginning, but yeah, sorry about that. Sort of. Rayanne, <laughs> so Rayanne is, again, I think I said this earlier, but she runs Champs Academy, yep. uh, has been coming to Life Church for... Maybe eight years. Has it been that long? How so. long have you been back at Champs? Somebody asked me that the other day. Um, four years, I think. Yeah. So Champs so Academy, Jim in the back. Uh, so been at Life Church for a while, running Champs Academy. So we kind of, before we get into like what's going on in the Champs Academy, or what's going on in your life? Ooh. So first of all, anyone who has not read Green Lights. See? Uh, Second recommendation. Get the audio book and have Matthew McConaughey yes. read it to you. Ooh. No, I know. Matthew McConaughey. You'll thank me later. No, to you're welcome. <laughs> To all the women that yes, are watching. That's right. I know. That's why I wrote his book down. I'm like, ooh, it, okay. it was really good. I wasn't oh. sure about it either, but he's Listen, so cute. Some of the parts we still laugh about it. Isaac and I, how he ended up in the Amazon rainforest yes. floating down naked. Yes. So, so much fun. How he ended up getting I'm there jealous. is the funny thing. You know, how he tells how he ended up there. So why having Matthew McConaughey read it to oh, yeah. 
<laughs> it, it was it was good. Because he's like a heartthrob for women. Oh yeah. my gosh, yes. Absolutely. He was like one of the, the most sexiest man in something. I've never seen a Matthew. <laughs> what year was that? That was like 2012 in, or in something. Pa- in Pakistan. <laughs> <laughs> or Canada. Or Nevada. Nebraska. One of those or Nevada. places. <laughs> yeah, she's, he was Whatever. one of those. I've never seen a Matthew McConaughey movie. You haven't? Uh, Lincoln Lawyer is really good. Yeah. Um, I've seen it in, in a Cadillac commercial. How to Lose a Guy. With oh, that's kind of weird. Ten Days. See, I didn't care for him in the the comedy. (laughs) (laughs) Lincoln Lawyer. It's on Netflix. Lincoln Lincoln Lawyer. Because he talks about how he doesn't like the, I call them chick flicks, but he calls them rom-coms. I don't Romantic comedies. I think that's how he said. I didn't, I mean, he was okay in those, but I I like But Lincoln Lawyer is something that he's really good at? Mm -hmm. Or really, yeah. Anything else you're, like, you have to show, so for anybody watching, you have to see Rand's cup. Because we've talked to Rand before about the <laughs> podcast that she listens to, and I think I got on this like conversation with some one of our other guests. How it was you. It was some of these yeah. women that I've been talking to are listening to podcasts on how to dismember people, and yeah. you know these murder podcasts. I didn't think it was true. I go back and talk to Rand. She's like, "Oh no, you want me to send you a few?" <laughs> <laughs> so I did. I sent you like five five options. Yeah. And so my so she, my cup yeah. reads. Yes. Yeah. Blood stains are red. Ultraviolet lights are blue. <laughs> I watch enough murder shows. They'll never find you. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to get that tatted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so you're still listening. Do you have a favorite? So here's what I'm listening to now. It's called Crime Weekly. Okay. So, Ooh. I mean, I have multiples that I'm listening to. Dateline's always a favorite. Yes, yes, Crime yes. Junkie. Mm-hmm. Um, Crime of the Century. Ooh. That's really good. So that one goes back even to the 1700s. Ooh, it talks about murders wow. that happened that back when. That one that when. you sent me, I haven't went to audit to you. That one I would be way interested in. So history. that's very Which historical. One? So yeah. and I also like history. What's that And one? that talks about um, crimes of the century. Okay, okay. And it talks about different uh, crimes that happened that then we have laws because of because those of crimes. Because of those crimes? Yeah. That's so it's interesting. Really? Cool. really? Mm-hmm. Huh. But you no, know, the one I like right now is... The round table. Crime. The round table is also there. Yeah. You know that wasn't coming. Right. Okay, sorry. It, it was interesting. So I also I'm watching on Netflix called Mind Hunt Mind Hunter. So oh, also yes. a psychological thriller. Make you watch it. That's a great one. Yeah. Huh. I can all I can think about is watching it. So Are that's you really good. Yeah, oh yeah, it's really chance. good. And it is uh, Nick, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's where the behavioral science division with the FBI started. Right. With, well the funny thing is is that so I did get on a binge once and watched. Uh, I was gonna say you watched. You're watching CS. Yeah, my God. Yeah, after Mindhunter. watching Criminal Minds, I'm like, this is like seriously freaky. It's you good. Would love, you would love Mind Hunter if you like Criminal Minds. Yeah. Yeah. No, the the Criminal Minds to the point where I won't even last. I won't watch the last one. Are you so, serious? So Sharon and I binge watched it's it awful. the whole season Forever. And when we got down to Florida, we were in Florida, and we. It, like they ran out and we couldn't get them, so I ended up buying some streaming service to get to. We They're watched good. all the way to the last one. I walked out of the room. I'm oh like, I've gosh. watched all these. I don't want it to end, so I'm not even watching it. I know because nice it's denial. Sad. No, I did. I haven't <laughs> watched it since. I've never seen the ending of Criminal Minds, but I watched. I don't know, 15 seasons or something. There's but a I time. was usually freaked out after watching some of those. Oh yeah, they really like, make these you are think. really true. Like these mm-hmm. people are nutso. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and they happen more than so. I people interest me. I okay. think people are people are crazy, mm-hmm. and the things yeah. that people do to each other is is interesting. Wild. Well, so I'm listening to a Crime Weekly podcast yesterday, and um, they're talking about um, 
the Gabby Patera. Oh my gosh! So yes. the, that podcast. Who's Gabby Patera? She just went missing. She just went missing, her. and then re, and then they found her remains, and oh. they couldn't find her fiance. Yeah. Well, they just found him, but this but they're Was talking he dead? about yeah. But he's dead, dead too. Yes. Yeah. Like but he killed himself. Dead? We don't know. We don't know. So Lab the um, come back. the interesting part. So during this podcast, they hadn't found him <laughs> yet. So they, he was still missing at this point. So anyway, um, one of the he's a um, an ex de- detective. I don't know from where, but anyway, he's saying like people that are, that interest people. We we like to know how do, how does their yes. mind work. So yes. it's not like we're thinking we're not psycho. How, how do we be like yes. that? Yes. Their minds are fascinating. We don't understand Wait a second, it. Because I like, so when you said it, now I'm getting a little bit of a, like this Gabby thing. I thought her boyfriend was the one that killed her. Well, I don't know that they know. Yes, they don't know. Because he did act really suspicious because he left. He wouldn't talk to the police. But I saw an interview between his lawyer and somebody from CNN or something. And it just kind of put a different picture. But then we never know all of it. But become missing and found the remains out in the middle of a desert? Well, it was just flooded. hers. I thought his oh, hers. Too. Hers were hers were found first. I didn't. Yes. I don't know about his for sure. Yeah. So they had searched the area, and then it was underwater, and then so his parents went out, and they were actually the ones that had found it. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of like conspiracies against like, oh well, the police went out and looked the whole thing, and then they mysteriously just found it. But his lawyer mm-hmm. was stating that like there it was completely underwater. There's no way because they only found the skull. I believe. I think so. so it's more of like you like it because you like dissecting other people's. Minds. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Hmm. And their their behaviors, I think it's interesting. So should I worry about that every time you look at me? No. Like <laughs> I mean, I'm probably, yes. I'm probably analyzing you, but... <laughs> yeah. Every time I get up to preach, Rayanne's out there like, let me dissect his mind. Why did he just <laughs> say, lift why his he hand like that? that? Why, I, like to know, like, I like to know the reasons why people do things. And then if I can't understand them, that intrigues me. So that's why I like murder stuff so much, because I could never imagine just shooting you in the head right now. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Well, here's what I think is fascinating. Couldn't. Like, I couldn't hurt somebody, I don't think. So here's, here's what I think. I think we all have good and, and evil in us. Of course. Right? So we have that. So that why do some people go to the evil side yes. and do the evil things, and why do some okay, not? Okay, now this is a, bro, gonna, this could go somewhere. It really could. Like, like, this is an interesting conversation. So you think inside of every person is the ability to be a murderer. Ooh. I think so. I, really? I think I think that we could all. You know what? I one of the things I hate when people say is I would never. Well, how do you know you would never? Mm-hmm. I mean, have you ever been in that situation? Do you? I mean, that's a big. That's a that's a big statement. Mm-hmm. I would never. Huh. I mean, I could sit here and say I would never, but I can also think of some some reasons on why I'm why I might. I mean, what if what if you're put into a situation where it was yep. your life or someone else's? Until no, you're I in know, that position, like, how I'm would you respond? About, somebody brought up yesterday that when we were doing the podcast mm-hmm. yesterday, mm-hmm. Well, who's the guy that eats people? Dahmer or I, I said I like Ted Bundy, Bundy, but you said Dahmer. You I think said it, Jeffrey. I think Dahmer. it was Dahmer. Somebody is he? I'm just that's what I'm trying to. This is what well, I'm trying to gross. think through. So like I get the evil part, but you think there's somewhere inside of you that could eat a person? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> No, that is a big, that is a solid Are you going to say never? I'm saying, I have such a weak stomach, I'm saying never. No, okay, <laughs> so do you remember that movie of the okay, airplane no, wait. people? Okay, now wait, what if, yeah. What when if, they I all guess, like wreck yeah. and there's the dead bodies of all their friends out there and, and they're starving? Them? Yeah. Would you eat them? I, no, I, I would starve. I don't know that I could. Oh no, I'm eating. Past experience has proved that. We've already established that you're all you're all meat. No, yes, like we exactly. already had this discussion. We've had this discussion in our family. Like if we're all on a plane, who we hope dies so that we can eat them, and who, <laughs> who stays <laughs> alive. So it's got to be the people with a butt. 
because that's where the most meat is, right? Yeah, like, fair so enough. They nobody. No, the boobs there's are. nobody eating meat. Mm-hmm. The boobs are the most fat. What? Yes, or boobs are all fat. I don't think that. Yes, is, it, yes, it is. Is it really true? Yeah. How do you think people get breast implants? Is, I mean, it's not from fat, but they can. <laughs> but no, people take. What, they implant flat, people take fat? fat, like they get lipo and they get a breast implantation. Meaning the fat goes into the. Right, they'll take the fat out of the stomach and put it in no, their boobs. Yes, no. I swear. Listen, I'm almost positive I'm it's a, a woman. silicone thing that they stick well, in there. That too, but if they want to get. I think we've both, just gone full circle. <laughs> It is a silicone thing because they pop and sometimes they hurt people. I've heard about them killing people because they pop and causes infections. But no, you can take fat out of your body and put it in your boobs because it is well, all fat. Well, can I take fat out of my gut and put it in my butt? Sure. Yes, people That'd do that awesome. all the time. Huh? Then I wouldn't be like my back and butt run together. <laughs> which That's is a problem. That is a problem. That is a problem. Yeah. Anyway. So yes, I think I think we all have good and evil in us. And I think that, uh, I, and I think that we would all have a breaking point. Hmm. Mm. Even if, like, so that would be, so even somebody who would be living with the Holy Spirit, back, let's bring the Christian aspect of it all. So even mm-hmm. somebody living with the Holy Spirit inside of them, you think that they, something could happen in their life to break to the point where you could t- be turned into a mm-hmm. murderer? I think so. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, that might be true, because if you touch my kids, I'd probably shoot you. Exactly. So, and again, the podcast that I listen to, it's all about the behavior, and if in the, in this mind hunter mm-hmm. show, I don't want to ruin it for anyone because y'all need to watch it. But they it, the guy is interviewing a murderer, and it's very graphic. So I won't get into that here. But um, he, they're asking, you know, they're trying to figure out why he would behave uh-huh. that way. And yeah. if you sat and talked to him, it would be like just sitting here talking, just like this, like a normal person, like a normal person. But something just triggers. Yeah. Like so something mind. just triggered in him that. Hmm. So because we've all had bad experiences. Right. Like we all don't become murderers. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So we could learn from that of saying like, there are certain things. And that's why I always said, I just feel like in certain people's minds, there's this something that breaks that doesn't break in everybody else's mind. But don't you think it could be like the devil? Huh? Don't you think it could be the devil like influencing somebody? Because I've heard that within murder documentaries or just anything somebody's been um interviewed and that has been a thing that has been said like oh the devil made me do it um, no i, I do you know th- what i mean i do mm-hmm. think that there is this i do think that there is like because that's scary when god gives people over to their depraved their depravity so mm-hmm. it does talk about that in scripture so you know when god's involved okay. depravity can only go so far like you can sin and you make mistakes and you can do but sodom and gomorrah see when it talks about mm-hmm. that it says that because they went against God and because they chose these ways, he just gave them over their depravity and completely pulled himself out. And if you read what was going on in Sodom and Gomorrah, I mean, it was terrible. Really? Like the things that were happening inside of Sodom and Gomorrah, because God, back to what you're saying, if there is evil in there and God is the offset, mm-hmm. and then if God removes himself or mm-hmm. you remove God from that situation, that what happens, the de- depravity of man was pretty mm-hmm. terrible yeah. to the point where, I mean, he's destroying the whole city. Like there's a whole city of people and mm-hmm. you can't find 10 people that are even righteous or even close to those places. Yeah. All right. So ran, uh, got other stuff going on at champ. So let's talk about that. So every year you run amazing grace. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about amazing grace? Okay. What is it for? Um, and then how many teams we got? Because you're already full, so we got yeah, enough really teams excited. To be we on have it, we have 15 teams currently wow. signed up. Um, is that the most that we've ever had? I think so. Yeah, or close. Yeah, close. That's to awesome. It. 
So it's an event that we like to do. We just come together and we don't call it a competition. We call it an event because it's a competition sounds more dramatic than what it is. <laughs> um, like drama. Right, Nick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and we raise money for cancer services. Yeah. So I like cancer services because it's a, it's a great tool for anyone who um, is needing assistance through through cancer and they, they do all sorts of things. They give can help with uh, gas money just to go back and forth with, to appointments. They give supplies and I, I saw how much it helped um, a friend of mine and my sister-in-law when, when she needed it the most. So I really love the service. And one nice thing about um, the Huntington County Division is like 91 cents out of every dollar goes right to the client. Wow, oh, awesome. wow. So there's not a lot that's of a overhead lot. Right. Um, within Huntington County. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, and it kind of meets. So, uh, and you can talk a little bit about this, Rand. So when Champs Academy started and kind of the vision behind Champs Academy, it's a business for mission here at Life Church um, with a couple foundational things. And so you talk about this, it's like mind, body, and soul and how those things go together. But one of the things that you talk about is you can have the gym experience. So the gym experience, what I would say is like, if you want to come in and you want to swipe, swipe your card and you want to work out by yourself, yeah. Yeah. you can have that experience, but you can also have the team experience, yeah. like mm -hmm. classes and stuff. So tell us a little bit about like some of the classes that are going on and kind of why we do that. Or even this event is a team event, you yes. know, so, yep. you know, and, and kind of the thought process behind some of those things. So one of the things that we are built on is community. Right. And so I think it's very important that, um, that we come together and support each other. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. We talk about, we were talking earlier about isolation and how it's very easy to isolate yourself. And when you have a group of people that uh, you're in community with, it's mm -hmm. a little harder to uh, stand them up or not show up. Right. And yeah. so somebody's messaging you, hey, where are you? Is everything going okay? And it's been really fun to see the relationships that are built within that space. Um, and again, it's, it's not like everybody's hanging out outside of here either. Right. It, mm -hmm. It's not that it's right. not like that. It's more of a, uh, we come together, we get to know each other, we know each other's lives and, or you can come in and do your own thing and, sure. and go away. That's, mm -hmm. that's okay too. But, um, a, a lot of, I've noticed a lot of relationships that have built and it's interesting too, cause I mean, those that know me, I'd love to collaborate. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's been fun. There have been a couple of things that have come up this year specifically that, um, one member was looking for assistance through and there happened to be a teacher here that day. Hmm. And that's she amazing. said, Oh, well, I can help you. Oh, wow. So it wasn't even, mm, right. uh, anything that was intentional it was just happened to be that way right, right. i love to say just happened to be but yeah, right, right. <laughs> but it was very beneficial then for this for this grandma to know how to move forward helping her grandson who was going to start living with her so anyway just interesting little things well it's been cool too like you know i've been starting to get back into working out so i'm mm -hmm. out there some in the afternoons and you see like teams this has been lately teams coming in getting ready for yeah amazing grace so yeah. they're practicing so yep. it really is cool to see you know, teams go through it together and just the talk and the, the camaraderie and just, and two, how kind of everybody is helping each other and talks to each other. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it is a neat environment, you know, to, yes. to watch happen. It's definitely know. a different gem, like different than I've ever been to because it is solely based around relationships. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty in it. And also another thing is I think it's amazing that it's in, just like Cafe of Hope, it's inside of a church. Right. And I have 
not experienced, but I have witnessed or heard stories of Rayanne bringing people to church just simply by being there and being in their life and being in a relationship. And so I think that's really neat. And just through conversation. Yeah. What it's all about. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Right. So let's talk about, so people can't, uh, sign up anymore because we already got the, the sign up parts over, but there are ways that they can participate. So one of the ways is to come and watch. Yep. So it's happening on when, when's the date again? It's November the 6th. We'll start at 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Okay. Mm-hmm. And when you're coming, I, I hope this is true. So the Cafe of Hope <laughs> might kill me if I say this. So the, I, the Cafe of Hope <laughs> will be open. If not, I they are now. No, but yeah, again, they'll, I, they'll be open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, and it is neat because you can be going out there and watching. Mm-hmm. You can go over to the cafe. Get you a snack. Get, yeah. Get snacks. <laughs> right. Come back and watch everybody else working out. Die. Or if you're a team that's working out and you want to get a protein shake afterwards, yeah. you want to get some fuel and food. I mean, the cafe has incredible food and drinks that they can mm-hmm. do that so it is somewhat of an experience and every event that we've done has been cool because people can come and watch people come can come and encourage mm-hmm. and so we love for people to do that the other way that people can is through donation Absolutely. so it's not just so that you, there's an entry fee so mm-hmm. the team's entry fee goes towards cancer center services yep. but also you can just donate towards cancer center services through amazing grace by going to our website you know so our website is www.lifehoney.com. Look that? at that. Woo! It's right uh, there. Good job, Nick. I was going to be like, I'm going to say uh, it. Lifehoney.com slash Champs Academy. So when you go on our website, there's a tab on there. Mm-hmm. And so you can click on Champs. And on there it says register or, or something. donate now, I think. Mm. Yeah. Either, either way, you can look at that. So He's here's what it will look like. So oh, to give and then you can give. You can see over there, uh, Champs Amazing Grace oh, donations. all kinds of things. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Look at Nick. He's like wow. a super, yeah. pro- He's super extra. professional in all of this. a boy. All right, so <laughs> if people want to do that, we'd encourage them to come, be a part, you know, watch, mm-hmm. donate, and, uh, yeah, just be an exciting thing. Yeah, and it's not about winning or not winning. Or... No, it's okay, about Okay, it's a little bit dying. about the competition. Right yeah. <laughs> when the day comes, that might change. Yeah, we're in the same heat. Yeah. I, yeah, I put Ooh. us in the same heat so we can taunt each other. Oh, <laughs> wow. He needs it. I won't be breathing, so. No, He's going to have yeah. fire breath. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm back so I can get there in enough time to watch. It's just that such is. a neat environment to yeah. see how mm-hmm. um, everybody comes together. So I competed in another event this past Saturday. Oh, and, yeah. And Gia and I were the last to get done in our heat in this one particular event. And everybody comes down. Everybody. And cheers you on. Yeah, oh, cheers yeah. us on. And it, it was just so cool. I but mean, what did you place? I mean, we came in third, Woo! y'all. Wow. <laughs> Hey, where's the noise machine? Oh, yeah, you don't know how to run the noise machine. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I just have a really loud voice, so uh, I just use me. So, again, know, I like to do stupid things just yeah. to see what I can get myself to do. You know what my biggest right. fear of, of running the Spartan race was? Why? Do you have to turn it off? Oh, never mind. No, it turns off. Okay. My biggest fear of the Spartan race is this is the funny thing is like that it's cool how people come down and encourage, but I didn't want to have to be that guy that encouraged you. <laughs> I wouldn't be like, it's okay, it's okay, Mike. Right. Get yourself up out of the mud. You, you can, can make it, it over. Mike, you can Woo! do it. Yeah. You can do it. Like, and I, I became that person. Yes, all we eyes know are this. on you. We've talked about how angry I was when it was done. <laughs> yeah. I was angry. It's embarrassing. <laughs> no, I again, it's good, and I don't mean it bad. I'm mm-hmm. just like, do I really want to be the one that's laying in the mud puddle and can't make it up the hill and everybody's standing on the other side? Mike, you can do it. Dig deep. Dig deep. And I'd be just like, I want to knock 
somebody out right now. Listen, I saw this like 82 year old. He ran the Chicago marathon this past, like recently in October, he was the last person in the race. And like, they had all these people around him running with him. Maybe he was like 90. He was old. No, I know, but I'm not 82. Like I'm 48, I'm 48 years old. But here's the the thing. Don't you think we put too much emphasis on? Yes. Winning or no, losing I instead caring. of just being grateful for what I we know. can do. I thought you don't care what people think. A good friend Remember of mine. Saturday, <laughs> listen, a good friend of All mine these notes. shared with me one time, Sherry, that just be grateful for what you can do. Mm. And I, I still have that in my phone. Hmm. And even doing the Spartan race, I kept thinking of that. Mm-hmm. And I kept thinking, oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> so annoying. But it, it's true. It that true. really resonates with me, and and right. and that has that meant a lot to me when we were discussing um, where where she was in her journey, and it was just a good reminder of of mm-hmm. saying don't take for granted that yeah. what I can do today, and you know what right. what I can do tomorrow may look different than what I can do today, right. and yeah. guess what that's okay. But take for granted that you can do something. Yeah, right. I mean yeah, you, you can know. do it, right. and, it, and it, like back to the Spartan, that was hard. That was the uh, hardest thing I've ever done. Right. Yeah, right. and, some and I didn't. Like, I was not a happy person. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I still tell the story. Lexi was there, and she's like, "I've never seen that sad at Rayanne." But I went up to talk to her, and she wouldn't even talk. I was like, <laughs> oh "This gosh. was stupid. It was so bad. I didn't even feel like myself. I felt like I was in this. I was so dehydrated. Before, I was in this, or after, after in this tunnel vision, and yeah. it was weird. Yeah. No, I think it takes it out. I mean, Daryl Dorsett like passed out twice. Yeah. Really? He was doing it. Yeah. Like that's insane. Like, really passed out. Well, yeah. I think. I don't think, you know, you have an expectation yeah, of what, sure. of what oh, yeah. you can do. And I'm like, why am I dying over here? Why mm-hmm. am I struggling right. so much? Why are these stupid sand hills so hard? Why is it like running in the <laughs> desert? We're not in the desert. Yeah, yes. he was so mad. He was like, but yeah, he did it, but he was the same thing. Like, why are we running in the desert right now? That's like, hard. Because be, he's getting ready. They're getting ready to sign up. They're going to Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. So they're Really? Gonna, to do another one? Mm-hmm. It's been kind of his thing, uh-huh. so he likes doing them, and it gives him something to train for. Yeah, since you're not in anything mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah, so they're they're getting hmm. signed up to go down there, and they said somebody from Champs does. The yeah, Jackson. Justin and Kara Brannick do those too. Yeah. They're the ones who got us yeah. interested in the Spartan races to begin with. Right, because they do them a lot. Or yeah, do they they've done quite they've a done few. quite a few. Are they yeah. going to do another one recently? Yeah, they'll they do Jacksonville, and then we've talked about um, running at Notre Dame Stadium. Oh yeah, so they're doing one at Notre Dame. One. Mm-hmm. There you go, Jenny. It's in July. You can in run July. At, run at Notre well, I'm already. Ru- I'm. I am going to run the Chicago next year. Are you really? Yeah, because I'm already starting to run now, so that I can train longer. Let's hope it doesn't go the last way you're running. Went. Well, that's because I'm training now and I'm training slow, so I'm only right. running three days a week because I can't. Because that's a thing. You I have an addiction with it. Yes, like working out. When I start to work out, like a lot, I will do it every day, and like. It's a serious thing. Like it really, <laughs> it really is. I will, yeah, I will tear my hip out. Becomes an obsession. Like is insane. Like just like heroin was. Mm-hmm. I'm serious. Right. right. So that's why I like try to chill. Okay. So you're gonna plenty of time. The Chicago Marathon's what a year away. Yeah. Next October. Yeah. Probably. Okay. Uh-huh. So you'll be good. You won't break your hip. I better from, not. From hunting. From running. I better not, man. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into uh, roundtable. Just kind of a reminder is. Looking at the prescri- uh, perspective of scripture and then getting it through the views of, you know, our guests, through Jenny and kind of talking through. So Taylor's going to be talking about taming the tongue. So mm-hmm. it's like James is going to be going through. Rayanne's smiling. Why are you so I, No, she's smiling because I told her when she walked in, I'm like, yeah, Rayanne, today's about taming the tongue. This would be perfect. Great. Like, oh, I saw topic. that. He, when I he know. sent that out, I'm like... 
Well, that'll be perfect. For me. <laughs> <laughs> you can take notes. Yeah, so he's going to be doing two weeks. I'll be gone, you know, this Sunday because we leave for Montana, and then we just be getting back. So Taylor has been going through the Book of James. So this week he's going to be talking, or this weekend coming mm-hmm. up. Yeah, he's going to be talking mm-hmm. about James, and so it's taming the tongue. And the whole idea is that our tongue or our words, essentially, James is saying, are pretty mm-hmm. powerful. So they can do one of two things. They said it's like the rudder on a ship or a bit in a horse's mouth, like. The words that we have can, you know, it's small, but it can turn the the a ship and or a horse, which are both pretty powerful Mm -hmm. things, a small thing, and your tongue is the certain way. So let's talk a little bit about why is it? Are you gonna make it over there? (laughs) Why you're like cheesing? I am. I feel like you're like struggling to get it out. He's like one second away from dying laughing. Because he's like, I can't wait to hear what Ryan knows about this. I can't wait to get to the place. Yeah, like, well, no, I do oh, think this part's yeah. interesting. Like, yes, how yeah. much? Oh yeah, it contains your whole trajectory. Are powerful, mm-hmm. right? So let's talk about maybe in your own life, Jenny, of words that have been negative, mm-hmm. like that have changed the trajectory, and words that have been positive, and or maybe even when your words have been something that have move something in a positive or negative direction. So first of all, start with, have you ever had words said to you that moved you in a negative direction? Oh, haven't I? It's my whole life story. (laughs) So that's like, for me, I mean, obviously what we just talked about in the beginning, how I envy your ability to be able to not take people's words to heart. Like, that's what I mean by being cold hearted. (laughs) Like not like physically, but, or actually, but for me, I take everything to the extreme, and I, I very sensitive with words. So, is one of your love languages words of affirmation? Uh, it is the second one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. I so I keep note cards. I'm or not here answering for you too because yeah. I know her so well. You're, you're, She's like, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be doing the same with you. But um, so, like for me, growing up in uh, high school, especially, there were a few times where things had happened to me, and things were said from it and I feel like that kind of just led me into the um, part within myself of being insecure. Hmm. So a lot of insecurities were mm-hmm. born from my high school. Insecurities burned from words of people? Absolutely, yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, for example, one time during a football game, and this is really deep and personal, and um, but I'm gonna share it, whatever. Uh, I, so I was a cheerleader, so I was down at the track the football field and um and for Huntington North they would dress up like each baseball or football game was a theme Mm -hmm. well this theme was um like Hawaiian Mm -hmm. so everybody's wearing hula skirts or whatever the heck they are and balls like the um those what are those balls like the pool balls a beach ball and they had written Walker is a sled on it and they were throwing it around the whole pit which that's what they're called and they threw it down at me and so they were watching, I mean, in the pits, like uh, 500 people or more of students right. that are mean. And so they were watching my whole reaction and the cheerleaders down there were telling me not to turn around. And of course I'm going to turn around mm-hmm. and I turned around and looked at it. And then I looked up in the stands and they were like all looking at me laughing. And my coach was like, you can leave if you want. I'm like, absolutely not. Like I'm not giving them what they want. So wow. I took it over to the principal and he actually laughed in my face and didn't do anything about it. Really? Yeah. See, so, I, yeah. So that's like a prime example yeah. of, and like walking through the hallways, people calling me like a whore or a slut or just saying like mean things about me. Those are the things that I took and still take with me actually today. Hmm. 
Which is sad because you put so much emphasis on mm -hmm. meanness. Right. You know, bullies, basically, who mm -hmm. are just I, bullying. Yeah, I lifted really them up. They were doing. Mm -hmm. um, one thing I had learned years ago is he who angers you controls you. Mm. Mm. So I had to learn that um, years ago. Um, that if I, if I held on to all those mean mm -hmm. things, then he was still controlling me. Yeah. Mm. He was still controlling my thoughts. Mm. So that's true. You just need what? to stop that. I know. Well, talk <laughs> about know. that. Like, I guess I, maybe I don't even think about these things. How can be people be so mean? Like, why would you even do that? Like, so I don't back even, what we were talking about. To yeah. Begin not with, understanding. Why, it's fascinating. Why, why we treat each other the way that we treat no, each other. No, I know. What yeah. would ever like. In anybody's mind, why would it make any sense to ride on a beach ball that Walker's a slut and pass it around at the? Because it makes it makes that person feel powerful. Mm -hmm. And then they so were, I'm yeah. I'm bullying you. So there, I have power over you. That's all that it is. That. Yeah. Really. Listen, listen to these podcasts. I'm yeah. No, seriously. <laughs> but it, it's true. I mean, anybody that is a bully yeah. is typically will suffer from poor self-esteem themselves. So to ele to right. make them feel elevated. Yeah they will pick on, they pick on someone. Which is completely ironic because the person that has the worst self-esteem is like attacking the person that then will probably, if they're sensitive and they take things deep, they will in turn have, uh, you know, the same reaction. Right, like, the poor self-esteem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like a monopoly if, or denomino? Or <laughs> it's, either, it's monopoly or domino. Is it a monopoly effect? Domino. No, it's, it's domino. domino. Yeah, Dang yeah, it. No, Trickles we'll down. Words, man. Yeah, no, domino's perfect. But I, again, I just makes me think like how that, again, back to, and, and maybe this is what James is talking about. Like part of the problem is, is that what does come out of our mouth does reflect somewhat of your heart, you yeah. know? And so, you know, the, the whole idea of that mean things that people take seriously because they're thinking like, you really mean this about me. Yeah. And I would hear people say this, wow, it's just a joke. But it isn't. Yeah. That's no, a, I know. Mean, that's mean and hurtful things are not. They're not a joke. Right. No. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You know how mm -hmm. people do that? Yeah. They're like, well, it's, it wasn't yeah. that big a deal. We were just having fun. You it's know, a, no. like a cover-up, like a cop-out. Like I, you realize that you hurt that person, so it's, oh, you're sensitive. Instead of them just saying, no, I'm, so I'm just a natural jerk. What is that? <laughs> yeah. I'm just a jerk. I mean, <laughs> let's be real. Own that, right? Yeah. So we would say, so maybe like bring this together. Mm -hmm. We would say the people that, that struggle with taming their tongue, mm -hmm. you know, and do have some real insecurity, heart problem issues going on. That's part of the reason they can't control it. Oh, yeah. It. Well, I wouldn't say all, all that. Cause I would. <laughs> I would. Definitely. Well, I, I mean... It, I don't it, think you would hate on somebody else if you weren't absolutely okay with yourself. Like, I just don't see that. No, in that aspect, absolutely. Yeah. However, sometimes saying things, the receiver, mm -hmm. depending upon where they're at, mm. in, their, in their mental state also... Mm -hmm can receive what you say in a oh, negative way gotcha. as well. Yes. I think we, you and I have even talked about that yes. a little bit. Perceiving it differently. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we can, we'll just use you as an example, um, Mike, when you're giving your message, you're, you're speaking, but I guarantee you not everybody in that congregation takes your message the same way. Mm. Oh, it's yeah. the same right. concept. Yeah. It's yeah. the same concept. Right. Now, and if Jenny, you know, those things being said to Jenny were very hurtful, and they were meant to be hurtful. They mm -hmm. weren't. Right. They you weren't can't in jest. Say right? not anything nice but, about horror. <laughs> um, someone, if my personality, so I'm very hard on myself. So mm -hmm. somebody can say something to me, or I've made a mistake. No one can say anything to me that's going to make me feel worse about myself than I am. Like Jenny could, Jenny could literally yell at me and tell me I'm the scum of the earth, 
And that would not bother me as much as what I feel internally. Really? Yeah. I would have never thought that about you either. It's, it's just hard in, on herself. It's just yeah. in my, it's in my personality. Really? She's a yeah. one. Huh? On the Enneagram. She's so, a what? A one. Yeah. I, I turn to a one when I'm in stress. A one. Huh. We all know that I'm very unique. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, a one, her whole, mm-hmm. that whole, her feeling or what she strives for personality wise is for perfection. Yeah. So, I mean, that in, in itself is hmm. hard on yourself. A perfectionist always is. So have you ever experienced, Rayanne, like you don't have to give personal stories, but where you have either experienced or watched people where the tongue or words have moved people in negative directions? Yes. <laughs> yeah. once you just says yes one word that means i'm not getting here you here is how this can trickle um one phrase can lead you down a path of unhealthy behaviors mm-hmm. so yeah. that has happened to me so and again i i would own then my unhealthy behaviors but i get still and it was meant as a it wasn't meant to be mean right um I know the person that, that said it to me, and I was 16 years old, but the comment that was made to me then led me to yeah. Yeah. Uh, an eating disorder. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I, I, because, you, because you hang Same on thing. to those things. Yes. Um, because you, you think in the back of your mind, do you think they meant that? Was, and that, was that really real? Right. Especially okay. having your personality, too. Yeah. Like, of course, that's going to lead to that. I mean, that's like, especially eating disorders, mm-hmm. because I, too, have experienced that, and like, that's been my longest addiction throughout right. it all, besides heroin. Like, that's my deepest, most personal one that I do not talk about that much. But since you brought it up, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't like to talk, I don't like to talk about it because it is so, like, that's where, like, that started because I was being called a whore and yeah. fat and yeah. you know, ugly and all these things. So, like, you really, as a woman, like, take those things and, like, really, especially if you already, like, are feeling that way, you, like... I See, know. I don't, again, so I was talking to Taylor about his message, and honestly, I would have never believed what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I would have never believed that a phrase or a comment can lead somebody to, like, I don't know that, maybe all the guys in the world don't know this, because you're saying most of the women would know this, like, these words are that powerful and can lead people to I think guys do. I think some do. You think some guys, Nick, weigh in on this. Guys don't know. Either. You don't think so? I, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think don't so either. And I, and I, we're not, you're not created to understand some of those things. <laughs> no, I you know. Don't belong but in I've, I've <laughs> said some things that I've just, you know, you just say it. Yeah. And then, you know, like my wife has really taken it to heart. And I'm like, I mean, she understands I didn't mean it in right. the way that she took it. But, she but still, still she's thinking. It. Oh, yeah. Oh, did he really Her mean that? Goes, yeah, yeah. But that's my point. I would have never thought, like, and this is like a recipe for disaster. Guys who don't really get it, you know what I'm saying? Speaking to women who yes. take it personal. Yes. Like that. It's like every Taylor woman. better listen to this podcast before it goes out. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Well, here, here's the thing. I, I also do believe that a lot of people are way too sensitive and mm-hmm. overthink well, things. Well, for sure. But, but so still. you have to be able to compartmentalize those things. So... You're not going to make everybody happy. I mean, you have to have thick right. skin to a degree. And right. you, you as and, and as we age, I think, Jenny, you would yes. agree with us, you get better at compartmentalizing. But when you're a 16-year-old... That's my point. I mean, I'm, you don't compartmentalize that. Right. What you somebody says to you is, it's real to you. I mean, you don't but then as you get older, like if somebody said what they said to me then, I'd be like, 
Shut your face. <laughs> yeah, right. right. But that, it would not bother me in the least. Yeah. Right. And I think it depends on how you are mentally in that moment. Like, I was already being teared down, for example. So anything well, added to it absolutely. just made me feel even worse. At the time, right? right. Well, let's, okay. So let's talk about that. So, so like back, healthy now, we can handle Right, things. absolutely. Well, so, so you guys established a couple of things. So you would say it's obvious. And maybe we should just remind people of this, is that there's really a vulnerability in that middle school, high school age. Oh my gosh, yes. People running their mouth and how you yeah. have those things. Elementary, mm-hmm. too. Well I'm, well, I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like, we, there's a vulnerability. Because you look at the strong woman you are today, you weren't when you were 16. No. That's my point. I wasn't when I was in my 20s. Well, mm-hmm. but yeah, right. you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So age is going to help us work through that. Mm-hmm. But both of you said, and, and I think I'm reading into this right, both of you, because of words that were said when you were younger, led you to a path that hurt you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So my point is, is like, you're right. Like we need to get better at this sensitivity, but some of it just comes with age, right? Like I said that about myself, like in the beginning, it's, you know, it's been a long time of being in leadership in Mm -hmm. the first part of leadership. You took a lot of stuff personal and now I'm just like, yeah, a lot of people hate me and a lot of people like me and I don't get too excited about either one. Right. But somewhere in the middle of that is truth. Mm -hmm. Right. And so you have to decipher what is true. And you also, so back to the community piece that I love at Champs, is um, you surround yourself with people who know you. Right. So that is my my truth. And I learn a lot from the women that I work with that are, you know, that are a little older than Mm -hmm. me. And I learn, and then you can trickle that down. And so then you see the younger women, um, Jenny, your age, and just how how can we help? And when we say we've been there, like we have been there, and it's so hard when you're in the middle of it for someone to say to you, it will get better. But we know that it'll get better because we've lived it. I mean, you've done that for me. Mm -hmm. Right, but let's let's go back. Don't make me cry because I'm about to be crying. No, I've never cried on the episode. Oh my gosh, I'm the second person. I'm I'm never going to be asked back again. I'm going to be kicked off. No, like, I think this is really, because I didn't think we would go here, but I think this is really neat to understand this. Talked about breasts. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) wow, it's gotten really deep. You never know. I mean, so, Mm -hmm. like, I think this is something for a lot of people to learn. So let's go Mm -hmm. all the way back and say, giving some advice to, younger people that are in high school mm-hmm. and, and middle school that are mm-hmm. going to, because you don't have everything that you just said, mm-hmm. but you could somehow, whether you are an older person, you could be reminded of this, seek out a younger girl and mm-hmm. build her up Mentor. and build her up and build her up and build her up and build her up because all she's going to get is tore down. Yes. Right. That's what you guys are saying. Yeah. yeah. And so to, Cause to, that's what society does. Right. Mm-hmm. So back to, tame your tongue like we already know the negative effect of it but what about the positive effect like it can turn a ship like it's small it can yeah, turn absolutely. a ship it can turn a horse it can do that so listening to you guys talk would say like if we're not in mentoring relationships with younger people mm-hmm. built especially women i would say because i don't know like i can't remember when i was a kid mm-hmm. caring that much as a guy what somebody else said so maybe it's more of a woman thing than it is a man thing but I, I would agree. May, I, again, it's not to say either one of them isn't right. right. Because I, here's how I see it. Women should be building up young women, and older men should be slapping around these young guys that, <laughs> yes. that ain't got their life right, mm-hmm. that would be that mean to somebody else. Mm-hmm. right? Like, I see it as this, our, the way our tongue should be used. You know what I mean? Yes. So how do we build it? So you can go and build up a young woman, and guys should probably go back teaching these boys 
how to not be idiots. Yes. You oh, know, yeah. through how we mentor them. So interestingly enough, so podcast I just listened to, right, about the <laughs> the Gabby and, and the mm-hmm. Brian. So uh, the lady, she's saying, you know, we, ha- we have to stop teaching our girls how to defend themselves and mm. start teaching our boys how to treat someone. Yes. Wow. So that that was That's very powerful. powerful for me yeah. because that is so true. Yeah, we oh gosh, we yeah. a lot of times want to say, oh, the boys are just being boys. You know, what does that even mean? Mm. And and as a parent, I had somebody say that to me one time, and I said, absolutely not. My son will not act that way. Right. Um, right. Yeah, it's just giving him a pass. It's like it, that book absolutely. that Michelle you was don't, talking You about. don't give him a pass, and I shouldn't have to teach my daughter-in-laws how to my daughters how, yeah. how to – how to tolerate that behavior that that's not that's not the proper response right right so if we could give advice because we're we're getting towards the end so we could give advice to our listeners jenny and ryan on Mm -hmm. and let's just why don't you just speak to young women for a second because again i i i'm I'm not taking off guard much but i'm i am taking off guard (laughs) a little bit well no i'm serious yeah that words i mean i get it like i know words are powerful but to know that Single phrases. That's mm-hmm. what you said, Rian. I'm still sitting here. Single phrases can lead to pain. Mm-hmm. Like twelve not, years of addiction. Not a yes. not a short term. Oh, I'm a little bit upset. We're talking about something that changed the trajectory of your life. A Absolutely. Phrase. Suicide. A, that's what I'm saying. Yes. So let's talk about. We know that. So we've already established there is power in the words, and so let's establish for either older women mm-hmm. and younger women, how do we fix this from the standpoint of, because for younger women, we can't say just like have a more of a callous tart or don't be so sensitive, Correct. right? So what can they do? Like, what would you recommend to young girls right now that, you know, are, and if they're not listening to the podcast, we should put it out there and say, you need to listen to this podcast because this is mm-hmm. powerful. Mm-hmm. What can, what, what for young yeah. girls can we? So there's a, uh, Huntington University student that I've become really close with, and and she struggled last year with mm-hmm. a lot of things. And so I, 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 my encouragement to her was find your identity in yourself, mm. find your identity mm-hmm. in Christ, and don't put so much emphasis on what the world is telling you or what the specific guy is telling you. Mm. Um, and just working through with her on what that looked like for her to find her own self worth. Um, I think for women specifically, we have a hard time figuring out what our what our self worth is, and yeah. I also think that we, uh, men and women both, find their identities and things that, that we shouldn't mm. instead of finding your identity in Christ. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, but so, so would you recommend in that Rand? So for young women, um, you need to seek out a relationship with somebody who's older, because to just tell them find your identity by yourself. Is that possible? You know, do they need somebody coming alongside like you did? You have to them. be in a relationship. Right. And, and again, so it ties back to everything that, that we've been talking about. You have to be in a relationship with people, and you have to be willing to share your stories. Yeah. Like, I really admire Jenny for being willing to share her stories because they're hard. They're hard stories. But right. I would be hard-pressed to find someone that hasn't learned something right. from Jenny being being willing to be vulnerable and, and right. sharing her stories. And right. I think a lot of times we all think that we're on this island all by ourselves mm-hmm. and that surely no one has ever gone through this, what right. I've gone through. But the reality is a lot. you'll find someone if you're willing to be in, mm-hmm. in community with people. And I also think that this, the older women, 
us uh, need to be willing to go seek out yeah, the younger women. Sure. I mean, right. again, if you're in that position where you think no one, no one would understand that I'm feeling this way, it's sometimes harder to ask for help than it is for someone to just reach out and say, yes. just get to know yeah. someone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. So find yourself mm -hmm. in a relationship with the younger, mm -hmm. somebody in the younger generation mm -hmm. and help them you know, walk through those, mm -hmm. those journeys. Yeah. Jenny, you want to add anything to I that? I feel like when you get to thinking that way, like nobody's going to relate or something like that, I feel like that is like not an attack, but it's the devil, like root, like Isolating. getting you to not be able to speak. Yeah. Cause for, sure. for me in my life, um, like my mom had always said that she knew from the very beginning that like my voice would be something that would help people because mm -hmm. when I was born, like I was almost on a trach. Like, mm -hmm. I must have a trach, like I was a really sick baby. Mm -hmm. So she always said the devil was always trying to take my voice. But I think that I don't just being vulnerable and mm -hmm. open and honest, just like what you said, because you do never know who can relate. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, like if I would have had somebody growing up that had been through it or even just been through something like that, right. that I looked up to, I think I could have been a little bit more open and honest and talk to somebody because right. I held all that in for all right. those years. Right. So every pain that I had been feeling, I mean, I didn't even really tell my friends and that just grew into seeking mm -hmm. out everything that I shouldn't have. Right. So yeah, definitely. And I'll just say, you know, I've heard this a thousand times and it just, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it pisses me off on the podcast I like i'm gonna word. say it pisses me off is like when 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 boys are complete punks you know mm -hmm. and everybody's like well boys will just be boys yeah. well, dad you need to step up and smack him around mm -hmm. i probably shouldn't say that either because somebody's gonna take it the wrong way but i'm just you saying listen <laughs> you know what? i'm mean, again i'm not advocating for abuse but i'm this whole idea that we're gonna let these these young men like it i'll just tell you what drives me crazy it drives me crazy that i'm out in a parking lot and i'm walking in and so there's these kids walking in or younger boys mm -hmm. walking in and there's women behind them no, the that door. they just walk in i'm like you're not gonna hold the door like but who's, you're not gonna hold the door but yeah, who's, who's been around to teach them that right. i don't know mm -hmm. but i'm like what has happened that the great the greatest gift we could ever teach our kids is how to swing a bat or open a door it's open a door oh definitely i'm just telling you it's open a door we have got to get away from this culture to think the greatest gift we're ever going to give their kids is a college scholarship. No, the greatest gift you're ever going to give your sons is to teach them how to be a man because it's the only thing that will go on forever, and it's the only thing that will change the trajectory of life mm -hmm. is teach your boys to be men. All life. Mm -hmm. Fathers, stop being absent. I don't know what, and again, Rand and I have talked about this before. Men find their identity in work, mm -hmm. and so they tend to go off, and you know, the only way they feel good about themselves is if they can somehow be really great at their work. Mm -hmm. You're going to be held accountable not whether you're great your work is how'd you raise your sons mm -hmm. what did you do yeah like, how much time did you spend teaching them to be men because the result of it is that if you listen you better get this out there guys better <laughs> be listening if you want to resolve to know what it's like to raise punks and what it can do to young women here's here's what happened right mm -hmm. yeah. because somebody chose to let those types of things go on and yeah. let those boys be that way and mm -hmm. somehow thought it was masculine for them to, to do that. Somebody needs to help these boys find their identity, yes, in Christ, mm -hmm. but also what it means to be a man. Mm -hmm. And we have to get back to that. I don't care if somebody yeah. calls it old-fashioned or not. Hold the door. Open up a car door. You know, allow the women to go first when they eat. Help clean up afterwards. I don't know why you're sitting around. Help clean up afterwards. This is not what we raised you to be. So right. Like, we need to get these things right. Because in the midst of all of that, and if you're a man and you're not mentoring other young men, 
right? You need to do it. It's mm-hmm. the same concept. Yep. We need to get out there and spend time with these kids because you're right. If we're living in a fatherless generation and yet we're mad at these boys because they won't open up doors and open right. up car doors. And, How can we? You know, the only thing the world's told them they can be successful at is jobs or sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then they don't know. So they, let's get off don't. our butt and do mm-hmm. something. Right. right. And do something. And see, that it. goes back to the whole, I, I would think, why, why don't they know that? Mm-hmm. Has no one ever taught them that? Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the, right. all the little things yeah. that... Right. Right, so we're going to wrap it up. So the one thing we don't have on this because we're pre-recording, so it's right. early going out. So we're not going to be voting on what we sent out for our um, fan, fan segment. segment you know, at the end. But we are going to give you another fan segment, and it goes on with – uh, goes along right. with what we're doing with Champs Academy and what's what's going on with Amazing Grace mm-hmm. and the whole idea of, of working out. So our fan segment posts that you need to send in because remember we want your feedback. Absolutely, like we want yeah. people to yeah. send us feedback, and so it can be sent to uh, the roundtable. I think I always have to look again. So the roundtable <laughs> at lifehuntington.com. It's so simple. So remember, use that email and or I think Nick they can do this is like you can go on our YouTube and when you watch it you can leave comments yeah. there. So it's either way if you Facebook. don't want to email you can leave comments that way uh, but we want you to be sending in comments suggestions things that you can add value to this like if you want to add value to this conversation of what we're talking about add value to it right. uh, but we also to get you used to using these platforms we always are going to have a thing that you can do mm-hmm. and so this week's theme of what we want people to send pictures in or videos so right pictures Ooh, or videos, yeah. videos of, cool. so just send a picture of your what is it? The thing you're most proud of? Your no. like event or the race? hardest thing you've yeah, ever done? Yeah, the hardest thing you've ever done. Well, that's, thing you've ever... That is something you're proud of of an event. No, you're right. You didn't I... let me finish. Okay. Just like I'm I didn't sorry. let you finish. The thing I'm you're sorry. most proud of an event or a race. The hardest thing you've ever done. Or just in life. Off. I mean, maybe you survived something. Maybe you conquered something or. I don't know. Yeah, it could mm. be like cleaning the toilet is the hardest thing really? you've ever done. Really? I enjoy that. Cleaning the toilet. I do. I'm just saying it could be anything, the yeah. hardest yes. thing that you've ever done, right. a video. So it could include sports. It mm-hmm. could include yeah. races. Okay, it could we're include, opening it up. Well, it could include physical labor. Mm-hmm. Like you're out there working. Okay. Like this is one of the hardest jobs, like mm-hmm. hardest things that we've ever done because – one of the ran one of the things Rayanne talks about in the whole Champs Academy, our mind is what limits us at times Absolutely. from our body oh, yeah. to be able to do it. So the idea behind Amazing Grace, and Nick can attest to this as he's practicing <laughs> it, sometimes his mind wants to tell him to quit. Oh my god. But his body can keep going. Right? Also, we should say he does a great job of taming the tongue <laughs> oh, yeah. while he's practicing. Yeah. I stay on champ side, that's for sure. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so thanks everybody for being with us and we look forward to you guys subscribing sharing about our podcast going on our yeah going our youtube and watching but we just enjoy uh, putting out content for you we'd love for you to participate or again put it out there and add people to follow so thanks for being here with us this week and we'll see you guys next week bye